Okay, it's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I might be in a time loop. And on today's show... Neutron stars are structured like chocolate pralines and Earth, a big matzo ball. Bumblebees may have feelings. Those feelings? Major B-pression. These slutty ghost costumes have gone too far! Just how I always like my face meat, in log form. Arkansas Fire Chief gives the finger, gets the axe. And archaeologists may have found the tomb of Cleopatra. Ooh, I was looking to get into some new curses. Hmm. Uh, she had a son with Julius Caesar, um, whose name's Cesario, which means Little Caesar. And I think I just had a sensory result hot and ready as well. Oh, neither hot nor ready. Yeah. Well, apparently she died from a self-inflicted snake bite. But don't worry, a child bit the snake to death moments later. So here's what happened. <laughs> we had been recording. We had 25 minutes. Uh-huh. Of, you know, it's not like it was valuable. It was just a bunch of drivel and bullshit <laughs> like normal. <laughs> but uh, my my laptop froze and we lost all of it. And it wasn't even like auto saving or anything as it was recording. Like, oh, <laughs> even your computer was like, mm, you're not doing your best. Second take. Let's do it again. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> I don't know what happened because we did it in the same order in the first place, but then we ended up saying different things this time. We said the opposite things. This yeah, time. I I was curious about that too because I was like, wait a minute. How, how come I'm saying the ones and then the last time you said the ones? Yeah. If we only had a recording to figure out. I, how it's things, gone. We'll never know. We'll never know. Oh, my gosh. See, I'm to, see, what if I, I can get it recovered, to, you know, and we have the we have, 25 minutes. We can release a special episode. We could have dueling podcasts. The the we could have the alternate reality podcast. We'd have to release that one, but our logo would have a mustache and goatee. <laughs> yeah. The evil one. Yeah. Well, hey, how was your three days? Uh, well, once again, <laughs> I need to, I need to, it's not, it's not the listener's fault that this happened. I shouldn't, <laughs> they shouldn't suffer more than usual. Yeah. So my sister They shouldn't have extra suffering. They should have regular stuff, suffering. Exactly. Yeah. So my sister's They don't visiting. need, they don't need double stuff, double stuff. Could you not uh, say double stuffed after I said my sister's visiting? That seems a little strange. <laughs> Look, I heard rumors I don't about know what, her I, from high school. Okay? I, don't I don't know what's going on on OnlyFans. Okay. <laughs> so thankfully, this is in Alabama, and she's just visiting. And um, so we've been watching some true crime documentaries. Okay. Which is uh, we both share the interest in in that sort of thing. I I think the the term true crime came up. Has, was not invented recently, but it gets it's been used a lot more in the past few years, right? Because normally it was just cold case files, the first forty eight, and then whatever was on court TV, right? But now they're everywhere. I mean, why why do we have to say true crime though? Like we don't say that uh, you know L.A. law or Law and Order is fake crime. No, but they're like crime s- serials or whatever you call them, crime. Whatever. What, like Captain Crunch? Police glorification is what those are called. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so, um, I don't know, watching about the son of Sam and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and, you know, this one, we watched this one last night about this uh, this lady, she killed her husband and they mm. were both bodybuilders. Oh. And for some reason, 
I didn't think the entire three episodes would be about bodybuilding, but <laughs> not, and not the murder and the investigation, but they were mostly about bodybuilding. It was a little weird. No, they wanted to pump you up. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a fetish that men like to. <laughs> they like to have <laughs> their head squeezed in between the thighs of a strong woman. Oh, uh, wasn't that the supervillain in one of the uh, Pierce Brosnan 007 movies? Uh, was it? Yeah, it was the uh, the lady who played Jean Grey in the X-Men movies. She crunched people with her thighs. Oh, okay. So so dudes were getting off watching James Bond. I normally do too, uh, but not for that reason. <laughs> You're just like Timothy Dalton. <laughs> That's <laughs> He's the only and one God. I like. Timothy Dalton is the only true Bond in my eyes. <laughs> What did he do? One movie? Is I, that, I really don't know. Is he the one that did like one? Maybe three? Uh, I can check it later. Yeah. So How uh, many bonds did each bond bond? <laughs> uh, so uh, also, I'm in a different mm-hmm. room today because, you know, my sister's out there watching TV. I didn't want her to be qu- to make her be quiet. Um, so I'm in here in my guest room for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've not done anything to this room at all i've actually not spent more than like five minutes in here since i moved in it's like a big Um, blank space like taylor swift well it's not blank um but it it is me hi i'm the problem it's me because Hmm. there's just all just boxes everywhere um the original like glow-in-the-dark stars are on the ceiling from the kids room it was um i guess he liked the the secret life of life of pets that movie because i'm over here looking at uh, the Louis C.K. masturbating dog as a decal on the wall. The dog didn't masturbate, but uh, Louis C.K. did. That's what I'm saying. Louis C.K. masturbated onto a dog? Uh, well, he, it's is okay. Is that why his name is Spot? It's okay because he asked permission first. That is, oh, okay. That's much better than my joke was. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We're deleting this and we're starting over again, damn it. That's it. Third time's a charm. <laughs> So uh, that was my, how was your week? So I get home from, from work today. Uh-huh. And uh, one, I'm thrilled because the construction that uh, is on the way home for me yeah. has gotten a little bit better. So okay. it's, a, it's a three lane road that they've had down to one lane for months. Right. Like they've been doing this since last school year. They don't like to construct in the winter, I hear. Well, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing because like, it seemed like at least two weeks ago they were done enough that they could have opened up some lanes. And this week they opened up some lanes. So it's been much quicker to get home. Like I, it was taking me 50, 55, 60 minutes to get home. I got home today in 36 minutes. Oh my gosh. That's going to save you hours per week. It, It sure is on Monday, the day it happened. Uh, I stopped and I got Starbucks uh, and came home with Starbucks and still got home in like 40 minutes. Wow. But he was like, wow, you got home fast. And I was like, they opened up another lane. <laughs> also, here's some Starbucks. I got home less than it has been taking me while I still made a stop at Starbucks. Wow. It was delightful. Uh, so I get home and my wife has gone up to the school because our daughter is in the school play mm-hmm. and she's helping out during rehearsals every once in a while and she had texted me and said oh the dogs need to go out 
Okay. Because a lot of times she takes them before I get home, but she's like, hey, dogs need to go out. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll this is your wife out. that texted you, not your daughter, right? Uh, no, it was the dog that texted me. <laughs> Yo, I no, wait, no, it was my <laughs> I got a deuce ready to go. I'm prairie dogging it. <laughs> get home. I got some, uh, I got some stuff to sniff. Uh, so I get home and uh, our one dog is just like very excited to see me. And I put the leash on her and my other dog is nowhere to be seen. So uh-huh. I call him and he very slowly comes down the stairs. Like he, he's acting like I'm going to yell at him or something. I'm like, what the fuck's your problem? I'm oh, just, no. let's go outside. And so he comes and he stands far enough away from me that I can't put the leash on him. <laughs> and I'm like, come here. And he's just, and Lu- and the other dog's just like jumping and in the way. And I'm like, move the fuck over. And now he's like, Aah! and so I put the leash on him and I go outside and we go into the backyard and they kind of like, we have the, the retractable leashes. Yeah. And they're already quite a bit out, but then they kind of run like toward the neighbor's house uh, to the, to the end of the leash. And Obviously, they see something and I'm like, oh, great, because the neighbor has a dog, too, and they want to, like, bite each other's face. And uh, I was like, oh, great. So he's probably taking his dog in. Sure. Uh, But then I notice my neighbor and he is walking. We've got like this big green space kind of uh, it's it's kind of behind our neighbor's house. But like there's a path that from behind our house that leads to it. Yeah, that separates the two blocks, I guess. Right. Yeah, but then you yeah. if you go like a little further down, there's this huge green space that's like, you know, the size of three football fields. Like yeah. it's big, big space out there. Line of trees, uh, another street on the other side of the line of trees. And he's walking in the grass toward that. And he's got his phone out like he's taking pictures of something. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Your neighbor like, without their dog. Without a, no dog. He's just walking and he's got his phone out. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, okay. And so I just, you know, I'm like watching him out of the corner of my eye, but also watching the dogs. I'm like, hurry up. It's cold. I want to go inside. Uh, and they're doing their business. Uh, and I watch more and he's like going all the way to the other side of this green space. And like, it's a long ways down there, but he's kind of like curving around in kind of a strange way. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? With his phone and out I know this with his phone out still, yeah. uh, clearly more now like taking video, uh, oh. because he has it out in, uh, 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 landscape mode, not up in portrait mode. And so like, I kind of look at the way he's curving around and there's like something out in the field. Like, I don't know. It's like trash or he's recording. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he's continuing to go around it and he gets closer. Not too close. Like he's keeping his distance and it stands up. Oh, and it is a giant fucking coyote. Oh, <laughs> Not like, like bigger than both of my dogs. Like yeah. this thing, and it's a distance. And I'm like, that's a big coyote in the middle of the day, just oh. laying in the field might as if rabies. he owns the fucking place. They, right. Yeah. The animals act weird. They might have rabies. And like he sees my neighbor and it gets up and starts walking toward like the, the tree line that's over there. And I was like, good grief. And I pulled the dogs. And I'm like, we're going inside. Uh, because, you know, we've had coyotes in the neighborhood before. I was taking them out once a few years back and they got like two steps off the, the porch 
and I looked out and saw there were like five coyotes in our cul-de-sac. Oh, yeah. And I turned around and like pulled them right back in. And luckily they had not seen them yet. Uh, but yeah, we've we've had coyotes, but it's been a while since we've had them. Do you and hear them uh, yip yapping at night? Uh, so over the summer in like the far distance, we could hear some yip yapping. Yeah. Uh, and one time I think one of them might have fallen or something because the, the sound was different. It went, <laughs> and it got it, it got up and said, he'll <laughs> gosh, gosh. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably the most interesting thing that's happened to me this week. Um, Coyotes will eat, um, small children and, and pets and stuff. It's pretty dangerous to have them in the neighborhood. You know, indeed, whose fault were, it is, uh, Donald Trump. Liberals. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All their What's fancy, that? it's all their animal protection, anti-gun Ooh. bullshit. Because if I see a coyote in my backyard, first thing it's getting from me is a face full of lead. You know, that actually might make the coyote population go up. Oh, yeah? So the last time Killing I saw coyotes, coyotes, I was... I, yes, let me let me explain. Uh, last time I saw coyotes, I was still in grad school, so it's that's at least three years ago, but not more than six years ago. Okay, and uh, we were waiting for our professor who was late, uh, which was amusing because he was late every day, but then threw a legit hissy fit because someone was a few minutes late coming back from break and then canceled the rest of the class. Oh, and I was like. Dude, you are late every day. Was this a, a Besides, professor uh, that was also like a roadrunner kind of thing? Uh, he he, yeah. And uh, we tricked him by by drawing a a uh, like a tunnel on the road. He ran right into it. Yeah, but funny. he can't be tricked. No. Uh, anyway, so we're waiting for the professor, and we're just like chit chatting. And I, I mentioned the coyote thing, and this other guy was like, "I was just listening to this podcast." about coyotes oh uh and he was saying that the more you try to eliminate coyote populations the bigger the coyote population gets because what happens is they will split the packs up into groups of two to avoid detection because when they're like big packs they're easier to find and hunt and so they'll split into twos and then those twos will have more babies and thus the population ends up going up while you try to catch and kill them it's one word i have to describe Coyotes. Wily. Mm, indeed. You know? uh, they're not even native to this area. They're native to like the southwest. So and, how did uh, they get here? Liberals? They, they, they were <laughs> trying to kill them, and so they escaped to find other places. Well, you know, there used to be wolves up here. I'll bet the wolves would take care of the coyotes post-haste. Well, you know what they say about wolves? Uh, I don't. Oh. All right. <laughs> And now that's how the wolves describe themselves. Indeed. You know, I'm not doing a lot of yes and with this. I'm doing a lot of no buts. And that's. I'm not a fan of no buts. No. Uh, I mean, where would your lap go? I like a good yes and. Well, Uh, if you'd like a good yes and. And and there are no buts. So if if you want to send us buts, you can do that too. Uh, Just email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hour pod. And if you'd like to see my butt, it's on Tumblr. Oh, interesting. Well, you should tumble us some pictures of coyotes. <laughs> it just looks like a, a flat white from Starbucks, since you mentioned that oh. before. Do you say Starbucks? Starbucks. 
Starbucks. Starbucks. Okay. Did you get your uh, verification yet on Tumblr? Uh, my blue check? Yeah, no, you get two. Not just a check. You get two checks for seven ninety nine. Yeah. Oh. You can, you can also buy more than one. Is that real? And apparently, you didn't hear about this? No. No, because nobody <laughs> talks about Tumblr anymore, Jason, but you and me for bringing so, it up. <laughs> so basically, all the, the dev people at Tumblr were watching the shit show that was going on at Twitter, and they're like, you know what would be funny <laughs> is if we also bring out a check mark that does absolutely nothing and means absolutely nothing and sell it for one penny less and we'll give you two instead of one. Two checks. And everyone and everyone on Tumblr was like, we are in on this joke. We will buy this joke. Wow. And so now everyone's buying check marks. And this one person was like, uh, like – They've got like 50 check marks because they're like, I just kept buying them because I assumed there was a limit and it just kept going. So I just kept buying them. Wow. So, yeah, Tumblr trolling the Twitter very hard. Do you hear about the uh, the new feature on AOL Instant Messenger? They're letting you uh, leave uh, <laughs> away messages now. It's because normally you would just be online or offline, but now mm-hmm. you can be mm-hmm. online, but then say you're away. And then you could even put like type like there's like they have... Um, a uh, little pre-typed responses, or you can type your own. You can okay, first of all, fonts jackass. <laughs> uh, Instant Messenger is gone. They've shut it down. Tumblr is still a real thing with okay. lots of people on it doing lots of stuff. Okay. It, it's never been a super popular one. Uh, it had probably its peak popularity in like 12, 2012, 2013, but there's still a lot going on. Uh, so... There's this you know, new app. Uh, it has videos on it. It's called Vine. Have you heard of this one? Uh, they're really like seven, yeah, no, second, no, no, seven they, second videos, you know? I think they switched the name and uh, they extended it. Now it's called TikTok. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I watch it through. Uh, there's To watch it, you go on this app called Instagram. Ah, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I did hear recently, uh, just today, I think, that's that was how recent it was, that the U.S. government is worried about the 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 TikTok the the TikTok app. I sounded so old and dumb there. The TikToks. So the Chinese government, they say, the U.S. government is saying, is trying to influence our citizens through TikTok. To do what? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I assume dance and uh, have thirst traps. Yeah, I was gonna say those. they're trying to get us to have like slutty dances on the internet because I think we are doing that already. Yeah. I was doing so. it in my own spare bedroom on my own spare time. Oh, oh. twerking out to some uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, singing some sad songs. Yeah, but you, I just I want to see her live, but you can't get tickets apparently because Ticketmaster is a piece of shit. I don't know anything about that, but I do know that it's happening. Big controversy. Big controversy. My coworker, my coworker got tickets. Really? She did. My friend did not get tickets, and she's livid. She wants to talk well, to uh, Ticketmaster's manager. Oh, and we don't even oh. know who that is. D- does she have the right haircut yet, or does she have to do that first? No, she's got to get the Karen. Yeah, she does have to get that. Okay. No, but the, the the thing with Ticketmaster is they've got uh, live, um, not live journal, Live Nation. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the the parent company, and they own a bunch of other smaller, not smaller, but like Ticketmaster and a bunch of other plate things where they sell mm-hmm. and resell tickets. But also, Live Nation also owns. Uh, a bunch of venues and so the big venues and so if 
uh, people want to perform, let's say, in a big city like Chicago, and Live Nation owns that venue, then they only can sell tickets to Ticketmaster, so they don't have a choice. It's really shitty. That is horse shitty. Yeah. Uh, I thought I read something about uh, Biden. Part of the one of the plans was to like get rid of things like those ridiculous convenience fees. Oh yeah, what is that? Be delightful. It, it's because it's because I know you have a choice in. It's not like an AT and T where you don't have a choice, right? You break up the AT and T into smaller bits, or whatever. That's how you get Bell South and Ameritech, etc. Um, mm-hmm. But you have a choice to go see a concert, and it's kind of a, it's kind of it's not it's not it shouldn't be this way, but it's kind of a luxury item in my opinion. Now, um, anybody should be able to go see concerts because it's music and it's you know open and it should be free. But anyway, to go see Taylor Swift is going to be a couple of hundos, a couple of C notes, and uh, so it's it's not a, an item that poor people can purchase. Anyway, the point of the story is it's a luxury item, and so you have a choice to go see Taylor Swift in concert. Or, for example, Alanis Morissette. Uh, so I'm just saying it's, it's. I don't know if it's the, I think corporations should be smaller, but should the government tell a corporation that they should be smaller because they're selling a luxury item and they're the only ones that can sell it? Is that Sure, they've got a monopoly. That's a monopoly. On Taylor that Swift be tickets, though? Sure. Okay. Okay. It, yeah, fuck them. Sh- shut them down. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. Slit no, them up. I mean... <laughs> They're only that expensive because they have a monopoly. That you is have no true. other choice. If you if they had to compete and didn't own every venue and didn't own the ticketing thing, and then the whole, I mean, how this all got started, our conversation is like, fuck the service fees. Yeah, a convenience fee. What you now have fewer employees because you don't have to actually do as much because I go on and find the ticket, and you're charging me for the convenience. I should be charging you for the convenience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I should, I should be getting an hourly rate as I try to find tickets. Remember the days? Of course, we're always talking about the old days. Remember the days? I never did this, but when you wanted tickets to some something, if you didn't want them to sell out, you would go and wait in line at the Ticketmaster booth. And sometimes you'd go wait overnight, and it was at the mall, I think. and It was like, in Hudson's. Hudson's and a couple other places. Yeah. Yeah, and you'd have to go wait overnight for your your uh, I, Eddie Money tickets or whatever. You ne- never had to do that because I've never been a fan of concerts. I only like concerts of people that I really, really like. Artists. Um, I hate people. And so literally, um, so my first concert was Clay Walker um, at the mm-hmm. Genesee County Fair because my, my sister actually wanted to go see him. And uh, I think I've seen Avril Lavigne and John Mayer and Jason Mraz and Alanis Morissette, and that is it. Only my faces. Uh, my, my first concert, we saw Bare Naked Ladies at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Oh, yeah, I yeah. did not enjoy my time at all. Why? Uh, and it was too crowded, and the people in front of us were smoking pot, and oh, well, it was just, like, not fun. That'll ruin it. Uh, yep. Uh, and then the second concert was uh, at pine knob and we saw the goo goo dolls and third eye blind and that one was really cool because my wife got tickets through her cousin's company mm-hmm. and so we were in like the third row Ooh, and that was really nice i got a bunch of great pictures from that um but that was like in like 2002 
And then I don't think I went to another concert until 2019. Becky and I went and saw the Goo Goo Dolls again at Pine Knob. Uh, and that was fine. I, I don't mind the outdoor venues. I don't. Okay, I don't mind the outdoor venues, but I don't like sitting in the grass anymore. That's for no, people I will not 20s. sit in the grass. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's that is for, for young presents. people who can yes. sit for two hours on their butts and be okay yeah, no. the next day. No, I want to be under the the awning. I want to have a seat. Uh, I want to be able to see better. So yeah. So uh, here's a small story uh, from a small man. So I was seeing Alanis Morissette in. Uh, Pine Knob, you know, mm-hmm. the venue formerly known as DTE Energy Music Theater, formerly known as Pine Knob. Yes. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's been it's been renobbed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was seeing Alanis Morissette, my favorite artist of all time. And this guy that I, I never from high school that I never liked. This was after high school. This guy I never liked from high school. I was in. Um, I think second to the last row under the pavilion because that's all I could afford. And this guy always, he always got, like, he always seemed like he was, he was, got these privileges that other people didn't get. I don't know. I never knew why he got these. Um, but anyway, he always just seemed like he was, anyway, he was in the first row of this fucking concert. And I run into him uh, on the way to the bathroom or whatever. And I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? He's like, oh, hey, good. And I was like, I didn't know you were an Atlantis fan. And he goes, oh, I'm not really. But we're in the front row because my friend got his tickets. I'm like, you fucking asshole. You're not even an Atlantis fan. <laughs> in the front fucking row. I've never sat in the front row. But even I'm, I'm almost 40. I've still never sat in the front row of Atlantis Morissette <laughs> concert. God damn it. <laughs> now the I'm next mad. Time she, the next time she does it, you should sit in the front row. Well, those tickets are still like $300. And I'm still not going to pay That's okay. That. That's okay. Because you're going to do it once. No, no, that's not true. I'm going to do it a bunch of times. Because once you sit in the front row, you can't sit in further back rows. Totally not true. I sat third row Goo Goo Dolls, and then I sat like almost the end of the pavilion Goo Goo Dolls. It was fine. And you were okay with the end of the pavilion? Sure, it was fine. It's music. You're there to listen. No, I'm there to listen to the whole crowd sing songs instead of the person that I like at the top of their damn lungs. (laughs) I hate concerts, but I love Atlantis <laughs> I, there was this, so, you know, whatever. There was a great uh, uh, thing on, on, I believe it was on the Tumblr, actually. Yeah. Uh, it was a theater, whatever, that I was watching, and it was, uh, you know, when you go to the theater, they give you that insert that tells, like, if they've changed the actor. Yeah. It says, tonight the role of so-and-so will be played by, but it was the entire cast, and, it, and all the played by was the girl who's sitting behind me. <laughs> really? It's funny because you know they sing all the parts. Oh, I oh my gosh! I'm so, sorry, I missed yeah, it. There you go. Think no, the visual joke. No, Beth Midra. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a big like I said, not a big concert fan. I I think my problem is there's no musicians that I just universally like enough that I would want to see them in concert. You so your thing is that you like. Broadway musicians and you go to Broadway and see them and that's your I concert. Do, that's your music. I, I do yeah. But well see the thing is though with a play, like I I will enjoy the play. It's like going to see a movie. But like a musician, like I'll be like, Oh yeah, I like that one song that that one like we'll take Taylor Swift, for example. I'll be sure. like, Oh yeah, you know, I really like her nineteen eighty nine album. Uh and there's a couple songs here and there that I like, but I like 
I don't want to go listen to her sing for two and a half hours because most of the songs are probably songs I'm like indifferent about. Right. Or that you've never heard or whatever. And it's yeah. always like the I'm first sorry. time you hear a song, that's how you prefer it. So if you heard it on the record first, you, you think that it's better on the record than live. That's true. Or if you hear it that's live true. first, you think, oh, that's better live. Then it's just it's like the book for this versus the movie. Well, also, you also get that situation like you see this on Saturday Night Live a lot where you get these people who perform live and they're shit. Oh, awful. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they must be doing a lot of extra work in the studio to make them sound good because when they're live, they're horrible. Uh, I would say uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... Like I said, not a huge fan, but a lot of songs that I could be like, oh, yeah, I like that song. And I like that song. And then they were on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, whoo, yikes. Yeah. So have you ever have you ever seen this is uh, slightly off top. Have you ever seen uh, the clips of Larry David introducing Ariana Grande? <laughs> I don't think I have. Look it up. It's very good. Is it like is it like Tra- John Travolta uh, trying to say Adina Menzel? Yep. Okay. Awesome. I look forward to that. Uh, I will listen to it and update you on it later. Thank you. Uh, Speaking of updates, though, uh, I do have an update. Yes. Uh, In episode 208, Her Majesty the Queen might direct your poos to out of you. Uh, We were wondering about whether or not they play the national anthem at sporting events in the UK. And from what I could figure out, the answer is generally no. Yeah, because why Uh, would they? It's so stupid. Well, so the thing is with us, it's because sporting events have been tied very closely to military recruiting. Yeah, that's literally why. The armed forces pays to have. uh (sighs) Yeah, they have the they pay to have these like moments of like patriotic whatever with like, I don't know, parachuters or flyovers or whatever, because they want people to join the military. Yeah. So, So I think that's a big part of it. Um but they don't do that in the UK. Uh, in ter- like, they don't do the music beforehand. Uh, I guess so. When the Queen died for that mourning period, they did the national anthem every uh, time that the Premier League played. And I guess before international games, they might do it. Uh, but like a regular game, no, not going to happen. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, in 2021, 519 service members uh, died by suicide in the United States. <sighs> So, you yeah, think that they have better uh, medical care? Let's and... do that flyover and the parachuters during the uh, Michigan football game, you know? Thank you for your service. <laughs> now get the fuck out of it. It's pretty much the Republican, like, hey, while you're in the service, we love you. We cherish you. It's like a fetus in the womb. Oh, don't go anywhere. Yeah. We love you. We cherish you. Yeah. Once you're done, the second... you're yeah. born, go fuck yourself. The second that they uh, want to talk to a psychiatrist... What are you, gay? What are you, gay? Go kill yourself. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Little snowflake. I forgot that was an option. All right, I'll take care of that. <laughs> Ugh. You know what's really funny? Yeah. That's subject change. Clowns. <laughs> We've drawn this out longer than the original one. <laughs> <laughs> We're at 31 minutes I, now. We had made it through honestly, like most of this first story within yeah. 25 minutes last time. Honestly, I will say the energy is much better for the second time. Really? Not at beginning, uh, not the first, not at first though. The, so well, well, yeah, okay, not at first, but like my "How was your week?" story was much better the second one than the first story I told. Okay, well, that's so fine. you know, fucking coyotes are much better. <laughs> Only two of them though. They don't. Uh, they don't like. Well, they don't like uh, orgies. I, I hear. They, 
Oh, really? Yeah, coyotes. They should they should order an Acme double-ended dildo. Uh, it might help them out. <laughs> It'll but just explode to... on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you push the vibrate button too high, it explodes. <laughs> Uh, and also, the other problem is you you might get burned because in order to get it in there, you have to you have to fire a rocket. Oh, ooh, well, you have to put it on a roller skate and <laughs> a rocket. And then oh, like, you always had roller skates. And then spread eagle about fifty yards away. Oh man, it's gonna go right in. <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to you have to paint a a butthole on the side <laughs> of a cliff. And that's when you where you think the double ended dildo is going, but. And it's a ruse. You know, the the real surprise of it is, though, it's going to fly right off the double-ended dildo, and you're just going to have a roller skate with a rocket up your cooch. So. <laughs> and then you it's hold like up... that Elton John song, Rocket Cooch. You hold up the sign, yipe, and then <laughs> goes right in. Oh, my gosh. This is much better. You're right. Hold on. Let me save this real quick. I did save it. Also, um... The, the longer that we go, the more I more gin and club soda that I've had. Oh, so that could maybe that's it too. Well. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, since we're talking about Wiley Coyote and speaking of uh, black holes. Oh. Uh, more than 60 years after they were first discovered, scientists working to understand the structure of neutron stars finally have a perfect point of comparison. Chocolate pralines. Interesting. I would think. Based on mm-hmm. my uh, past research that we have already done, that a chocolate mm-hmm. praline, as I know it, would not be the correct shape. Because a chocolate praline would be, it, it, uh, some recipes call for it, it's, it's chocolate, but it's got a bunch of nuts kind of mixed in. It almost looks like a chocolate turtle, but it's not in the turtle shape, you know, with the pecans. Uh, I would never think of nuts in a praline. No? Isn't that what praline no, I... is? It has nuts in it? I always thought of them as like something you get at Godiva, like the little balls. Okay. The chocolate balls. I mean, I guess. Exactly. Okay. I, like, like the ones Mr. Schwetti used to make. <laughs> I was, I think I may have purchased something from, from Godiva one time my entire life. Oh, really? And it was like $12 for a chocolate covered strawberry. And granted the strawberries were massive. Oh yeah, they're very big, very and quite large. good, and good strawberries. Sure, sure, but I just didn't like. You must have bought during like uh, Valentine's Day or something, because those strawberries were usually like six bucks. Were they? I think yeah. I, I probably thought it was twelve dollars back then. I made like a third of what I make now, so it was. That's fair. Know. That's fair. I preferred the uh, raspberry cups. They have like a little, it was like a little chocolate boat kind of thing, and they'd stack some raspberries in it and then cover it with chocolate. Not completely yeah. cover it with chocolate, but like drizzle the chocolate. Oh, okay. and you can get them in in milk chocolate or dark chocolate. That sounds. I mean, that sounds good. It sounds fine. Like I don't hate chocolate covered yeah. fruit. And it's not like you can get that. Like, well, I guess you can now a days you can get it delivered, but it's not like you can just buy that at the grocery store, like a chocolate covered strawberry. No. Well, about the only place now, what, what are you going to do? Go to edible arrangements. I guess I don't even know what that is. It's it's where they sell the uh, the like fruit baskets that have like you know they they arrange it so it looks like a bouquet oh but see edible arrangements and, and they're now, like whenever they're like, i think of edibles i think of marijuana so they should just switch oh, to no. those i think i mean you might be 
getting more for your money because they're like, hey, here's about eight dollars worth of fruit. We're going to sell it to you for seventy five bucks. Well, we arranged it. So we did. You, we did. You're lucky you got it for seventy five. Yeah. There's a place on uh, Washington, in Ann Arbor, like across from where Arborland used to be. Mm hmm. Even though it's still called Arborland, it's just the Arborland the, Shopping Center instead of Arborland Mall. Anyway. The Honey Baked Ham Store? It's down the street from that. It, who, by the way, who the fuck goes to Honey Baked Ham? How is that uh, store still open all year? My mother. Oh, your mother. Your mother. People, people who, they they really like it. They, well, they'll be dead soon, probably. Well, from as, ham the movie, overdose. as the movie Babe said, pork is a nice sweet meat. Oh, it's true. You know what sounds disgusting every time I see uh, it? Chocolate-covered ham. <laughs> Actually, honey-baked ham is not far from that. That fucking glaze they put on the... Everybody puts a glaze on ham. I, like, give me a salty, cured ham. It's got to be pink. No, Not a drop of sugar anywhere on it. Anyway, what, what I, I always find can, disgusting... Can you, can you nut on it? Uh, I, I frequently do. Okay. On ham? Yes. Because it, it's After so you, good. Because you've been porking it. The full English breakfast. The full English breakfast? With like spotted dick and so blood sausage or whatever? So every time I see a picture of it, it's got some toast. It's got uh -huh. maybe some potatoes. All right. Like what's fucking, wrong with that? Okay. Listen, we're, we're getting there. Got some uh -huh. uh, whole uh, mushrooms. Just oh. just put on the on the griddle. You know, not done anything to them. Just put on the griddle. Um, a tomato that's been cut in half and put on there. And then those big... So I don't mind sausages, but those big, thick-looking sausages for breakfast and then baked beans. Like a like a kielbasa? And and then not a kielbasa. No, it's whatever bangers are, I think, right? Or is that not a banger? Anyway, don't look it up. And then there's this bacon I have. It's like the most pale-looking... Uh, well, it's England. white, disgusting-looking bacon I've ever seen in my life, and they just—they—it's a British bacon. They love it. They love it. Baked beans. First of all, baked beans any time of day is disgusting. Second of all, for breakfast, I—I've heard it's very good. I don't think so, Nigel. Uh, I've heard that the Heinz baked beans are better than the uh, bushes that we get around here. Okay, you can get them in the in the British section of the grocery store. I've seen them. The Heinz. Oh, beans. can you? Yeah. I, I'm still I'll, not eating baked fucking beans for breakfast. I'm not doing it. I mean, first of all, you always cook them in the stove, so they're not even baked. Yeah, Unless but you know, they're, they're just parts. beans. I don't think they call them baked beans there. I think they just call them beans. Or they might call them jolly neutrons or something over there. I don't know. So anyway, neutron stars <laughs> uh -huh. are formed when a supermassive star collapses. Collapses, which I should read in that British physicist voice. You know that guy. Mm -hmm. Neutron stars, which are formed when a supermassive star collapses, are incredibly compact and dense. Physicists describe them as akin to the mass of the sun compressed into a sphere the size of a large city. You know that guy, the long-haired uh, British guy. He's not all the uh, documentaries. That's not. He's not the long-haired. Uh, he's not Michio Kaku, and he's not Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's the third one. Uh, the third one. <laughs> yeah, there's three. There's three physicists that you would recognize: Neil deGrasse Tyson, 
uh-huh. Michio Kaku, and the British uh-huh. guy. Well, the, you the sounded one. you sounded like Taika Waititi, so I don't even know who that is. Uh, he's a actor director. Uh, he did the voice on Thor of like the big rock monster guy. Oh, he's uh, Australian, isn't he? Yeah, and I guess he was basing that voice off of like these New Zealand bouncers. They're like really big, but talking to really. Hello, oh, hello. Uh, no, no, you're not going to get in today. Okay? <laughs> That's fine. Right. Well, anyway, ah, we're going to the uh, neutron star. Want to come? Using hundreds of thousands of equations, state, claim to describe stars' properties. Team at Goyce University, Frankfurt, made discovery. Gave them the tasty new point reference. Oh. Tasty, eh? Well, tasty. Light neutron stars, uh, also known as oh. neutron stars diet. Uh, with yeah, masses... I was going to say, did these, did these come out after they like got a lot of flack for being too high in calories? <laughs> yeah. Neutron star light! Neutron star normal. <laughs> Neutron Taste. star cesesero. Tastes great, less filling. With masses of less than 1.7 solar masses, seem to have a soft mantle and a stiff core. Same. Well, they should get those solar masses checked. Whereas heavy neutron stars with masses of greater than 1.7 solar masses have a stiff mantle and soft core. Also same. Sometimes. So it's a heavy neutron day. Yeah. Well, a single solar mass is about 330,000... 300... Yeah. Yeah, 330,000 times the mass of Earth. For some reason, I felt like I was missing the 100, but I said 300. Oh, so I thought I was saying like 33,000, but I was really saying the right thing. You were saying the right thing, but thinking the wrong thing. Uh, apparently, yeah. I was having a disconnect. Well, thoughts become words. Words become actions. Actions become um, your destiny. Coy- coyotes on a roller skate. So the key equation behind the finding of the spe- was the speed of sound, which measures how fast sound waves bounce around within an object. And those sound waves, by the way, bouncing around inside your head from our podcast right now. Interesting. You know, I think I had a boss and that's how they checked her weight. <laughs> you know, speaking of things that are uh, gross, uh, I was just hearing that in the Harvey Weinstein trial, they, they, the defense asked a woman, one of the accusers, to uh, make an orgasm sound in the court. Ooh. As no. like some sort of evidence. And she's no. like, no, this is not when Harry met Sally. I'm not doing that. Yeah. But why would you even do that? But then when I was reading further into the uh, Reddit thread that I was on, um, apparently Harvey Weinstein's uh, genitalia are just so messed up. And they have mm. like gangrene and stuff. And they're so disgusting. And he used to inject, um, uh, what do you... The and the what do you call the boner pills? Uh, Viagra. Yeah, whatever. Directly into his penis to and to, uh, to get he was, hard. And... He was trying to re-knob it. <laughs> yeah, and then rape women with it. So, you know, re-knob spelled backwards is boner. <laughs> Transition was no good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the uh, key equation was that. 
Yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the key equation behind finding the speed of sound, which measures how fast sound waves. Oh, w- wait. We oh, said no, no, no. You said that because then I had a the podcast joke about in your my... head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Professor Luciano Rizzola, hmm. who led the university group, said, This result is very interesting because it gave us a direct measure of how compressible the center of a neutral star can be. I've never heard a more authentic Italian accent than from someone who was of, of Italian heritage and who was a citizen <laughs> like yourself. I mean, look. <laughs> Actually, the one Italian accent that I've heard that is better than that is Chris Pratt's Mario. <laughs> no, the best one is Brad Pitt from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Because he speaks second best Italian. Indeed. <laughs> Neutron stars apparently behave a bit like the chocolate pralines. Lighter stars resemble those chocolates that have a hazelnut in their juicy center. <laughs> Surrounded by... I added juicy, sorry. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Into the I mean, of... little known fact, neutron stars are like the, the celestial gushers. <laughs> Surrounded by a softer chocolate, whereas a heavier star is kind of be considered a more like a dose of chocolates where a harder layer contains a softer feeling. So I follow this uh, guy on Instagram who's like uh, an old Italian grandpa and he does cooking. And he starts everyone. Hello, everybody. Oh, like um, um, Dr. Like Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick. Yeah. Uh, today we are going to make a spicy meatball. Oh, that is... <laughs> so okay all right so steve martin mm-hmm. he said some something and he goes it's it's what this the french call a certain i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny but then because you know normally they say je ne sais quoi but then mm-hmm. like saying things that are normally in an accent but not saying them in an accent <laughs> but by the time I got done describing this joke, I forgot what you just said, and I forgot what I was going to say. So uh, it's all right. Uh, a spicy a meatball. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, oh, mm, that's a spicy meatball. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, people will behave weirdly, I guess. Well, speaking of bees. Oh. Uh. Recently, all of them or are their knees? Um, I don't know. The knees are pretty good. A study their holes? recently published in Animal Behavior. I would think this would be in in Insect Behavior magazine, but it's a different publication. That one is a, a periodical, not a biweekly. Oh, suggests that bumblebees, when given the chance, like to fool around with toys. What, like a double-ended dildo on a a, uh, roller skate? uh... (laughs) Yeah, like a bumblebee butt plug. (laughs) That's what the stinger really is. (laughs) Actually, that's funny. Because when bees sting you, the butt plug comes out and then they die. (laughs) It does. (laughs) They'll die without their butt plugs. (laughs) Did we do that story last week of the butt plug with the ashes in them? No. Oh, did we miss that story? Well, apparently we may come back to it, but apparently a woman was... ashes to ashes, butt to butt. Yeah. Did we not do that story? It was two hours <laughs> not long. Not familiar to me. All right. Well, a woman got caught in an airport 
uh, with a butt plug-in that has some of her boyfriend's ashes in it. Oh. In the, in the butt plug, I mean, not in her butt. Well, I mean, well, the butt plug was in her butt, so therefore... Yeah. It was. Unless you don't believe anything within your, like, throat, stomach, intestinal tract is inside of you because you were technically a donut. <laughs> it's just passing through. Just... But it's never inside of you. But if you stick your finger in the a donut hole, are you not inside that donut? I guess it depends on how, how far the hole has to stretch. <laughs> how many donuts holes do you finger? Not the donut holes, the donuts. The donut you holes. Said the whole, you said the hole of a donut. I am not fingering munchkins, is that if that's what you're asking? <laughs> I'm not doing well, it. they are the celestial gushers. So, <laughs> researchers from Queen Mary University of London conducted an experiment with uh, gusher donut holes, mm. uh, in which they set up a container that allowed bees to travel from their nest to a feeding area. That's cute. But along the way, uh oh, I can't wait for this uh, this movie to come out. The bees could opt to pass through a separate section with a smattering. Of small wooden balls. Well, over 18 days, the scientists watched as the bees went out of their way to roll wooden balls repeatedly, despite no apparent in- apparent incentive to do so. They're just playing kick the can, the bee version. Bees just want to have fun. Apparently they do. Uh, the findings suggest that like humans, insects also interact with inanimate objects as a form of play, like, uh, you know, butt plugs or cans. Also similar to people, younger bees seem to be more playful than adult bees. This research... Wait, no, it's London. This research provides a strong indication that insects' minds are far more sophisticated than we imagined. Lars Chitka, professor of sensory and behavior ecology at Queen Mary University of London, said. And of course, as you already know, we read our, our British quotes... Um, as, uh, what's his name? Sir Winston Churchill. Let's see. So earlier studies show bees are willing to learn new tricks in exchange for food or other rewards. So in this case, Chitka and his team set out to create conditions that would eliminate external variables. I, every time I read a story like this, I'm like, we should stop eating animals. We should really stop. <laughs> we, well, Okay. But then part of me is like, because uh, did I tell you about my mouse problem in my garage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so either I kill them in a trap or they get eaten by a hawk or a coyote or uh, my dog or they die well, of starvation or or. One whatever. is part of the circle of life. Yeah. The other is genocide. <laughs> yeah, but isn't like dying quickly in a mouse trap better than being eaten alive by a hawk like because these mice aren't going to be aren't going to be and i know i've said this before on the show but maybe someone new is listening uh these mice aren't going to live to a ripe old age and die surrounded by their mouse family peacefully they're going to get eaten or die of something run over by a car or whatever i don't know if a lot of mice get run over by cars but anyway it's just i'm just saying like it's better maybe to get caught in a mousetrap but also, I don't know if I've lost you at this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard from you in a second. Also, um, you know, maybe we should stop eating bees is what I'm saying. 
Stop eating bees? Stop I don't eating eat a bees, lot of bees. Yeah. No? No, no. Okay. Well, it's earlier not, studies not showed bees are willing to learn new tricks in exchange for food. You said this already, or I did. In one experiment, the bees could make their way through an unobstructed path to a feeding area or opt for a detour into a chamber with the wooden balls. Many took the detour to play uh, shows, with yeah. balls. They wanted to go to the, uh, the Chuck E. Cheese of bees. <laughs> Uh, the video shows them clinging to balls about twice the size of bees and maneuvering around them. In more comical moments, some bees appeared to do somersaults while holding on. Oh, that's cute. Have you ever seen those pictures of the the bumblebees? Uh, they're inside a flower, and it's just you just see their little bee butts and their legs are hanging out. Their back legs are hanging out. I have not uh, okay. seen that. Well, they're but very I imagine, cute. I imagine that's what the Seinfeld bee wanted to do to that lady, though. <laughs> Didn't I see that some, uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld has apologized for the, the sexual nature of the relationship between the bee and that woman? I, I'm just saying they, they made it out like the boyfriend was the bad guy and he's the only rational one in the situation. <laughs> he was. He's uh, like, my human girlfriend wants to fuck a bee. The most irrational part of it. already has a nut plug in. The most irrational part of it is that uh, she uh, tried to own a floral shop. As a, a small business owner. Seems impossible these days. Especially in New York City. <laughs> New York City? And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. This may be a Drunk Jeff episode. Oh. Uh, this last half. because Well, for 53 minutes in. But I... Uh, you know. I hope it's not the last half. <laughs> well, you never Two weeks know. In a row? Depends on how drunk I get. I uh, I've had a couple, <laughs> and um, we had to re-record the first thirty minutes, and then I'm just I'm at home, so I was drinking anyway. So it's the perfect not, uh, the perfect storm. With not Kevin drinking Costner. anyway because I'm at home, but drinking anyway because I'm at home recording the podcast. Yes, those are my those were my knuckles. Let's help some fuckers. All right, let's do it. Yes. Jason. Yes. I'm not religious. Okay. I was invited to Obviously. a friend's house for Thanksgiving, Canada. When asked, Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh-huh. when, which is like, it's in like July or like September or something, right? I think it was a few weeks ago. Yeah. So when asked if I wanted to say grace at dinner, I politely declined. Awkward oh. evening ensued. Since then, I've been ghosted by my friend and his family completely, except for a text informing me that I'm ignorant and ungrateful. Oh. That's the question. <laughs> Is there a question in there? Uh, okay, aside from cutting him out of my life completely, I've known him since I was three. What should I do about this? Uh, cut him out of your life completely. Yes. You have found out what Christians are like. In case you didn't know before, <laughs> now you know. Jeff. Yes. My girlfriend is threatening to break up with me if I watch the 2022 FIFA World Cup. What should I do? Well, first of all, you should be watching the World Cup because this country doesn't deserve, Qatar doesn't deserve these dollars. Uh, but also, she's going to break up with you with something as trivial as, as the World Cup. Eh. Eh. Let her go. I mean, are they really going to get less dollars? Because I don't, because as one person because doesn't I'm watch. Not- because well, because I'm not watching it on television. Like, so I, I assume mm, yeah. that whoever is 
purchased the rights to air the World Cup has already paid them that money. Mm-hmm. I don't and know so, how the pay structure works, but what if they also either. get paid per number of views or per number of streams? I imagine they they don't though, because yeah. that's you think NBC is going to pay some country money for the number of views? They're going to get the rights to to broadcast it, and then the ads are going to go to NBC, not to the country of Qatar. But, okay, counter-argument. If the ratings for the uh, World Cup are the lowest they've ever been this year because it was in Qatar, then or Qatar or whatever they pronounce it as, um, then NBC or whoever it is will be less likely to have it in a shitty country next year, the years years next. So mm, counter. Um, oh, NBC doesn't set where it is. FIFA does. And if NBC isn't going to make money, maybe they just don't air it at all. Oh, well, then FIFA's a lot less likely to go to these countries if, if NBC isn't going to air it. FIFA doesn't give a shit. FIFA doesn't give a. <laughs> First in, first fuck. <laughs> Jason, yeah. a lot of humans have all kinds of different body types, despite being the same species, whereas animals of the same species tend to all look the same. Humans all look the same. What, listen, what are you talking about? Listen, I I have seen a couple of really fat squirrels yeah. out, outside of my house. These squirrels... Have rolls. I've never seen squirrels with rolls. These are very large squirrels. They've been eating it's bird like, seed all summer. <laughs> it's like fat squirrel week. It's like fat bear week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how they're going to make it uh, for the neighborhood cats unless the cats have gotten fat too. <laughs> well, the cats aren't doing anything. Look at all the mice around. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But there are fat cats and skinny cats. So I would say humans and cats are just pretty much alike. Yes. Jason, is uh-huh. it my turn? Is it? I don't know. Why is it so did, hard? Did you do the last Because I asked it and then I answered it. I didn't let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. Jason, why is it so hard for native English speakers to differentiate between then and than when it is their own language? Because they're all stupid. Yeah. Jeff, where in the Bible does it say being gay is a sin? Uh, like the first page, I think. Um, yeah. At least that's what my family always writes in the beginning of their Bible. Jason, why didn't Twitter just keep the same verification rules? You know what? Fuck it. Uh, Jason, does because, anyone because else... Because Elon Musk is a fucking idiot. Fuck That's it. it. Does, Jason, does anyone else talk to their pets when they're alone? What are you and your pets frequently discuss topics? Uh, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck was that? What the fuck is your problem? Yeah. Jeff, what does it mean when a police car goes whoop whoop instead of um, I think it means get out of the way. Oh, okay. um, I'm going to murder someone. If a Jason, if a celebrity asks you to sign an NDA and you don't, can you talk about the fact that the celebrity wanted you to sign an NDA? Well, if you didn't sign an NDA, you can say anything. Ding dong. Yeah. Jeff, is it gray or gray? Um, it's gray. Jason, if, if my parents barely let us go out. Demands that we wash our feet with alcohol when we step inside the house, sprays alcohol at anything that's been outside, and freaks out when we touch something without washing our hands. And it's all because of COVID. Do you think they're being too paranoid? No, they're alcoholics. Jeff, what's something you shouldn't give a homeless person? 
uh, based on capitalism, a home. Jason, what mythological creature do you think has the highest chance of probability of existing? Uh, humans. Jeff, why don't we make politicians take tests like lawyers, doctors, and major- uh, and a majority of other careers? Uh, because they're the ones who make the laws. Jason, why do people not seem to care about white-collar criminals stealing millions but get enraged over thieves stealing a bicycle? Uh, white-collar criminals can afford better lawyers? Well, because that's my bicycle. Those aren't my millions, even though they are. They might be your millions. I know they are. But it's also my bicycle. Jeff, is it true that working U.S. citizens have barely any vacation compared to European citizens? Yeah, it's awful. It's awful here. Uh, But it's not the worst. It's awful here, but it's not the worst. It could be much worse. Um, We could have Donald Trump as a president again. Um, That's true. (laughs) It could be much worse. But... It's it's bad compared to other countries that but we that's the problem is we think we say we're the best when we're definitely not. You want to make America mm-hmm. great again? What if it was never great? Well, he's trying to Grover Cleveland it, and I don't think he's a Grover Cleveland. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Jason, if you were white and residing in the U.S., how often oh, do I you am? hear other white people use the N epithet in private company? Like never. Because of the people you surround yourself with. That's true. Not There's, saying that people that you know don't say it. You just don't hang out with them. Correct. Uh, yeah. Like, the, I know a few people who personally use it in private because they are, you know. Racist. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do know uh, a person who is very liberal and will say the word but not like to say it as in like to call someone that but like when discussing like they won't say oh that person said the n-word they'll just say that person said this oh so they don't like use it but they will say the word when referencing it in other other quoting racist people yeah or discussing whatever like yeah so they don't call anyone that or refer to anyone by that but they will mention or they will say the word instead of saying the N word. Yeah. So, so, so for example, when you ask, uh, how often do you hear other people use the N word? This person would just say, how often do you hear people use and then say it at the N word? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, my dad, uh, would, who I would assume has said it frequently would never say it around me. Because he knows that I don't like the word specifically. Okay, that's not making it better. My mom, who I don't think would use the word frequently, has used the word in the past in saying that she hates when people say the word. Mm-hmm. My mom's husband says it all the time, even when I'm mm. there, um, which is <laughs> awful. And uh, yeah. if my grandpa was still alive, my every time I saw my grandpa either growing up or, you know, at, at holidays when I was older, he said it every time I saw him. He actually said it um, after my daughter was born. Um, she she was maybe, I don't know, six, eight months old or something. I was holding her in my arms, and my grandpa was there, and he, he said it like six or eight times, rapid succession. Not like, Edward, 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 Edward. He just He said a sentence that, anyway, <laughs> it was bad. And I was like, 
I was holding my daughter and drinking coffee at the same time, and I could not spit my coffee out fast enough to tell him to stop saying the word. <laughs> and when I finally was like, uh, Granddaddy, please, because I call him Granddaddy, because that's what we called him. Please don't say that around my daughter. He was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Like, really? It's like, do you mind if I'm racist in here? Oh, no. Oh, I'll go outside and be racist. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't realize you didn't want to stink it up the walls. All right. I'll take it outside. Uh, That seems about enough, doesn't it? Okay. Sure. Speaking of Texas, a Texas woman made a spooky discovery about her rental home in Gainesville after several renters claimed it was haunted. The home has uh, been a popular spot for paranormal investigators. Linda Hill, owner of Hill House Manor, Uh, told... That is a show, A Haunting of Hill House. I think they should sue. Mm. Uh, told Jesse Waters primetime Monday mm-hmm. she was talking, taking a shower, sorry, uh, when she heard someone say, looking good. <laughs> oh, wow. Linda Hill thinks a lot of herself, apparently. Well, she doesn't. The, the ghosts do. Because that was obviously the wind closing a door. So, well, you know, sometimes, sometimes when those uh, those old creaky uh, hinges close, it's like, good. <laughs> and it does sound like a redneck hurling, uh, mm-hmm. you know, disgusting things at a woman. You're right. Yeah, it's like Jeff Foxworthy after he's had a few. Looking <laughs> good. If you've ever taken a shower, you might be a redneck. Uh, so, Jason, what is the most unexplained or creepy thing that has ever happened to you? Uh, Donald Trump got elected. Whoa. You're right. That was unexplained. And creepy. Yeah. Nothing uh, paranormal or you, something you couldn't explain happened to you in your life? No. No? No. No, goose, no ghosts, goblins, or ghouls? No. No. That's cool. I'm glad I asked. So, I I mean, I I, I guess, uh, I mean, like five different women fucked my father. So, you know, that's weird and unexplainable. Well, don't you think he looked a lot like you? Don't you think women want to have sex with you? Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. No to both. No to both. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was my husband. I mean, he and I were the only ones in the house, she said. However, it was not her husband making the comments. It was a ghost, she added. I spoke to him, you know. He told me I was looking good. I said, thank you. And I asked him what he had been doing that day. And we had a conversation. And he left. (laughs) Hill explained. Peggy Hill? Not Peggy Hill. (laughs) Linda Hill. I'm sorry. Also, um, I'll, I'll sell ghost hunting and ghost hunting accessories. What the hell is Jesse Waters primetime? Uh, I mean, is that going to show on there and he, he's just some bitch on there and tell you what? It's in Gainesville. 
so she added that she believes the home has many different types of ghosts. We've got kids, and we've got old people, old guys, and we got hookers, she told host Jesse Waters. That explains the name of the show, I guess. Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters with Jesse Waters. <laughs> yeah. He also sells uh, some, uh, some uh, like, hydration, like, Gatorade called Jesse's Waters. Oh, good. And I'll bet he yeah. has a bug-out kit, a five-gallon bucket. And, and supplements. Yeah. The most common type of ghost that comes around are hookers, Hill claims. <laughs> male male re-enters, she said. Have they have told their... Wait. Whoa. What? Male renters. There we go. That makes better. Male renters, she said, have told her that they've felt somebody stroking their face, stroking their arms, or touching their shoulders. Well, if they're hookers, I feel like they're stroking something else. Yeah. And if they're not paid, they're not stroking shit. I mean, these are the ghost gushers of the world. <laughs> so only the male guests? It seems a little strange. I think well, I think Linda Hill's stroking these guests is what I think. <laughs> no, it's a ghost. No, here's the ghost I'm spooky. Yeah. She's definitely not a hooker. Penis. No, not at all. So host Jesse Waters quipped that the good thing about a hooker ghost was that you do not have to pay it. Hill said. <laughs> He's like, oh, look, I've been to a lot of whores and, you know, you got to pay them. But these hooker ghosts, yeah, you know, they uh, they do a good job. I've been renobbed a few times by them and I uh, never had to pay anything. That's a pretty good joke. I think uh, if Jesse Waters primetime is the podcast, we should listen to it. <laughs> so Hill said, I feel like I feel like we are not his demographic. <laughs> they try to stir. Did you say Democrat? Fuck you, Democrat. <laughs> they try to stir up business, but they can't figure out a way to conclude the transaction. So nothing ever happens. She said, oh, man, she was saying they cannot figure out how to make my guests ejaculate. And so they never get paid. That's what she's saying. She's got a lot of guests with blue balls. She does. It's the Blue Ball Hill House Manor. <laughs> the Hill House Manor owner said the ghost did follow a renter home one time, oh. but eventually got tired. Yeah. She said she told the man to tell the ghost to come home, and they did. She came back here. <laughs> wow. She's like, get on out of here, ghost. Get. Get on there, get. <laughs> get on here. Actually, that's uh, Jeff Foxworthy, Joe. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's one of those uh, redneck words. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess I guess you just can't depend on a ghost to beat your meat. <laughs> no, you can't. But you know who you can depend on? Uh, Florida man? An Ohio woman in a Walmart. Oh. Well, I mean, Ohio is the hooker ghost capital of the world. Uh, it is indeed. I think I've seen a few. Uh, an Ohio woman yesterday copped to clobbering a female acquaintance in the face. And by the way, this was on thesmokinggun.com. So take this as it is. And that could be why the writing seems a little tongue in cheek, so to speak. What? what cop to clobber? <laughs> yeah. An Ohio woman copped to clobbering a female acquaintance in the face with a 10 pound log of ground beef during a confrontation confrontation in the potato chip aisle of a Walmart in suburban Cleveland. 
Well, I mean, the biggest problem was they couldn't figure out how to conclude the transaction. <laughs> well, he had his 10-pound log. I don't know how he couldn't... Uh, In a deal with grace. prosecutors, uh, Maneka Gardner... 27 pleaded no contest to disorderly conduct in connection with her attack last year on a former neighbor. She was originally charged with assault. Oh, so do you think her neighbor was then arrested for marijuana possession? <laughs> Seems like that's where this is perhaps, going. Perhaps. Gardner received a 30 day suspended jail sentence and was placed on probation for a year. She was also ordered to pay $155 in fines and court fees. And also, Fourteen ninety nine for the ten pound log of meat. What is is the court run by Ticketmaster? <laughs> a multiple it's a convenience fee fee. charge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to police, Gardner and her five year old son were at Walmart when she encountered the victim, Precious Jackson, thirty seven, who was shopping with her seven year old daughter. Oh, okay. Um, it happened on the chip aisle. Okay, so how do you? So when you're at the grocery store. Do you go up and down all the aisles and then end with the meat aisle and then go right to the the uh, cash registers? Mm, no, no, because no? uh, when you when when you go to our grocery store, you go right into fruit and veg, which then leads right into meat. Oh, and then that leads to the other aisles. Well, you know what they say for food safety: you're supposed to hit the meat last. Well, uh, I mean, I will hit the meat whenever I want to. <laughs> So uh, Jackson, who had lived downstairs from Garner in a University Heights complex or duplex, had previously secured a protection order against her ex-neighbor. This is before Walmart meet or after yeah. Walmart meet? Uh, this was before the incident in the chip aisle. This is the pre-log. Okay. Yes. Uh, cops say that Garner confronted Jackson in the potato chip aisle. I guess they both had chips on their shoulder. Uh, she threatened to beat up Jackson and her daughter. What a oh. peach. <laughs> fuck you fuck your daughter i'll beat your Two ass seven. i'll beat your kid's ass fuck both of y'all uh garner then allegedly pulled down jackson's face mask in an attempt to spit on her i'm gonna spit on your mouth directly in her mouth apparently but when the spit missed the target garner reached into jackson's cart and removed the 22 dollar meat log i was way off on how much this meat log costs. I thought it was like, I, well, I guess it would be, that's only two twenty a pound. That's pretty good for a 10-pound log for $22. Yeah, that's a, a, a good price. So cops described the tube of ground beef as a blunt object in an arrest report. Garner struck Jackson a couple of times in the face with a 10-pound log of pre-packaged ground beef. Say investigators. Oh. I'm glad it wasn't cooked already because that would be a, a very a tough object to be hit with. Uh, yeah. So Garner was arrested at the scene and, and a relative sub subsequently took custody of her son. Wait a minute. I thought there was a daughter involved. So that's uh, Jackson had a daughter. Oh, so Garner, Garner had her son they were, her. they were both shopping with their kids. What great examples for the next generation. Yes, but the good news is Jackson was not injured by the meat blows. That's good news. Yeah, that is good You don't want to be injured by a meat blow. I There's several reasons why I don't go to Walmart. 
you know who was injured by a meat blow? What? I mean, those who? people using those people using the double-ended dildo on a roller skate with a rocket. Oh yeah, with the uh, the ashes inside, right? Their meat was blown right up. <laughs> they were they were on fire in a rocket crotch. Oh, is that different from a fire crotch? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I I get mixed up. So um, when I want to make the joke about you know does someone's hair match their pubic hair um mm-hmm. you would want to say does the carpet match the drapes but for some reason in my head i always think do the curtains match the drapes <laughs> <laughs> and it's it doesn't quite have the same effect as does the carpet no. match the drapes you see no because the the drapes would be matching the, like what are you asking that on um, one side of the crevasse is it the same color as the other side? The question is, are curtains different than, than drapes? No, I don't think so. I are think they? it's the same thing. I think it's the I think it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh so speaking of that thing you said, a Mid South fire chief said he was terminated after less than ten months on the job for inappropriate use of emojis. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Uh, Alan Hicks, the now former fire chief of Marked Tree, Arkansas, says he was wrongfully terminated after reacting to a costume meme that uses offensive and profane language to describe him. Oh, no. I recently had an inappropriate emoji used around me. Someone was um, someone that we played hockey with previously died in a car accident. And Ooh. so our, um, our, not our coach, our cap, like our team captain was like messaging the whole group of us and saying, I have some really tragic news. This person was, do you just use the ghost emoji? <laughs> he said, this person has been killed in a car accident since I think he used the word senseless in there as well. And, uh, he, instead of the, a crying emoji he used the one that has a tear but is smiling <laughs> well he's like well you know what though fuck kevin <laughs> yeah he was a yeah. shit goalie he didn't score any goals anyway and uh he was an awful what he didn't even forecheck he didn't even forecheck the... or backcheck look for that i've moment. got some good news he's been permanently binged <laughs> he's in our fifth line in the sky so Alan Hicks, the now former fire chief of Market Tree, Arkansas. I assume they pronounce it Market, right? Seems a little I, biblical. I said, I you said, said this already? Then yeah. it's pronounced Marked. I was holding a chicken and it had chicken expletive. Shit. I, shit, yeah. That Fuck. was the exact words it had on there, said former fire chief Alan Hicks. I think they put keep putting former fire chief. <laughs> You don't want to be confused. No. He said he responded to the posts through private message that there that were later made public. Wait, okay. wait, so he's getting fired for a private message he sent? That doesn't matter. Anything you send on the internet is is public knowledge. It doesn't matter if it's private or public, it's all public. That's what I'm telling my child. So um I just told a boy, if he had a problem with me, don't hide behind Snapchat. Come see me like a grown man was no threats made against him or nothing else. Hicks said, mm, I'm a little concerned with his use of the word boy. 
Oh, oh, uh oh. Oh, no. I, so, come see me like a grown man is a threat that should be put, that should go to the Supreme Court. Come see me like a grown man is a threat for bodily harm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Hicks shared this write up given to him by Mayor Danny Johnson. It said he violated city police, uh, sorry, city policy by making a Facebook post with inappropriate emojis that do not properly reflect the city. What emoji did he use? Hicks said the post was a mix up. They're talking about another Facebook post I made supposed to be giving the bird, but it was supposed to be the thumbs up. They're mixing up the birds with the thumbs up, with the private, with the public post. They don't know what they're doing down there in Market Tree, Arkansas. Well, I feel like this guy's just sending a lot of birds. Yeah, so emojis Mayor, to everyone. Mayor Danny Johnson said the city council voted to terminate Hicks. He just broke some policies of the city, said Mayor Danny Johnson. Well, Pricks said Hicks had previously oh, served. Did you say Pricks? Pricks said he, I said Pricks has heaviously. Freudian slip if I ever heard one. Uh, that's actually <laughs> called a spoonerism. Ooh. When you flip the letters around like that. Uh, Hicks had previously served as chief, but was previously fired and reinstated. He claims due to small town politics. Uh, Hicks would like his job back, but the mayor plans to appoint a new fire chief. Yes. Everybody who's been fired pretty much would like their job back, right? Uh, I mean. Are you yawning on sorry. the air? I was. I'm sorry. Mid-sentence? I was going to say there's a few jobs that I've had that if they had fired me, I would not want that job back. <sighs> You're right. <laughs> so what have we learned today, Jason? Uh, we learned that uh, you'll love Godiva's new Neutron Stars. Mm, only three billion dollars and light years away. We've also learned that and, um, and the celestial the celestial gushers. So we've also learned that bees have feelings and we shouldn't eat them or fuck them. Mm. Uh, we learned that ghost hookers don't know how to finish the job. Uh, yep, yeah, we've learned uh, not to beat your meat in the Walmart. Uh, and we learned that. There's some hillbillies out there flipping the birds to everyone. And this hour has been a surprising hour and 22 minutes. Oh. Well, Jason, would you like to hear another one of my jokes this week? Uh, no. Would you like to hear one of mine? Um, as long as it's good, sure. All right. Uh, so once there was this uh, Cheerio, like... Just a plain old yellow box Cheerio. Nothing special, nothing fancy. But he had dreams. He wanted to be more than just plain Cheerio. He wanted to be a frosted Cheerio. Hmm. And he just was racking his brain, how do I become a frosted Cheerio? You know, just this plain, boring, regular yellow box Cheerio. I want so much more for my life, and I'm stuck. So he thinks hard. He's like, you know what? From this day forward, I'm going to do the best I can in school. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to study. I'm going to be class president. I'm going to be valedictorian. I'm going to be captain of the Cheerio football team, which uh, always wins. I, I'm going to be in, in the school Cheerio musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard this year that we're going to do Cheerio Rent, where all the Cheerios uh, catch stale. And... 
And so I'm going to be, I'm going to do this. And that's going to make me, I'm going to change myself into this Frosted Cheerio. And so he does. He goes to school and he studies hard. Uh, He gets straight A's. He becomes a valedictorian. Uh, He's the lead of four consecutive musicals at the uh, Cheerio High School. Um, Robert E. Lee Cheerio High School there in the (laughs) South. Uh, And he becomes the football lead he's like the big kid on campus he's loved by everyone he's kind to everyone you know he's even like you know he's nice to the new kids he's nice to he's friends with everyone uh and he graduates and he gives a speech about how he wants to be better uh and you know do great things and he wakes up after he graduates and he has changed he's not a plain boring cheerio anymore but he's also not a frosted cheerio he's a multi-grain cheerio oh and he's like, fuck. All right. Well, I've, I've done something. I've made a difference. I'm not a plain yellow box Cheerio anymore, but I'm not my, I'm not at my goal yet. I still need to work hard. Uh, and luckily because he had been, you know, working so hard through high school, he got in to uh, general mills college, which is the biggest college you can get into um, much better than Kellogg. <laughs> oh, uh, oh yeah. You, you know, the problems that they've had. So, oh, yeah. uh, if you don't and have so straight he, O's, you can't even get into you can't if there's if there's milk in your transcripts you're just you're fucked uh and so he goes to general mills college uh and he studies and he you know isn't sure exactly what he wants to do because he's not sure what the best way forward is and he's like you know what uh i'm really impressed by uh by some of the the people i see uh there's people like uh you know Bill Gates and uh, Jeff Bezos and yeah, and all those guys. I want to be like them. Hall so I'm going to go into definitely, definitely. Um, I'm going to be like them. I'm going to go into business. And so he goes into he goes to school, learn business. He's top of his class again, working hard. Uh, he graduates, but he's still just that multi-grain Cheerio. Mm. So he starts a business. And it gets really, really big. It starts competing uh, with all the other companies. And it, you know, is the biggest company in the entire world. Uh, he's still a multi-grain Cheerio. He's like, hmm, maybe I'm in the wrong field. Maybe I need to give my money away and do something better. Uh, and so he starts, uh, he starts forming charities with uh, his company. Uh, he starts focusing more on that. And one day he wakes up and he's not that multi-grain Cheerio anymore. He is a honey nut Cheerio but he's still not a frosted Cheerio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he's like, you know what? I seem to be on the right track here. Uh, I maybe I need to do better for all of my constituents, not just Cheerios, not just Honey Nut Cheerios or Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, but also for uh, Life and Count Choculas and and all those, uh, you know, booberries and, and all the kicks. I got to help everyone. And so he decides he's going to go to Cereal Congress. Uh, which is a real mixed bag. I mean, there's Lucky Charms there. There's you know, Frosted Flakes. You've got that really crazy Great Nuts group. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he's like, I'm going to do it. And so he starts running. He starts campaigning. Luckily, he's got some good name recognition uh, because, you know, he's this big businessman and, you know, he's done all these great things. He started these cherries. And so he gets into Congress. Uh, he becomes a senator and eventually runs for president. Uh, and... 
you know, he's he's up against some tough people. He's got Captain Crunch running against him. Uh, and then he's got that terrible Republican, the Soggies. And, you know, mm. he's got, we got to beat them. Yeah, well, and he Cap- becomes Cap'n president. Has that, sorry, Captain Crunch has that military experience, you know. He does. People yeah. thought he was going to do it, but uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, I guess he had a little bit of trouble. Uh, so you know, he had the scandal with uh, the strawberry shortcake. So it was, oh, and the, the shredding yeah. of the roof of the mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. it didn't work out. So people yeah. left a bad taste in people's mouth. Uh, so he becomes president, and he has a great presidency. He helps people out. He does good policy. He brings people together, uh, not just cereals, but he brings like, you know, Nutrigrain bars in with, with breakfast burritos. And like, it's a real coalition of, uh, of breakfast people. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and so he does really well. He, uh, he gets out of office. There's two terms, uh, and then starts doing like great presidential stuff afterward, like uh, Jimmy Carter. Right. Uh, oh, and yeah. one day, one day he wakes up and, He's a Frosted Cheerio, finally. And he's so excited. Uh, and that same day, he gets in the mail uh, a letter inviting him to the induction ceremony for new Frosted Cheerios. Because oh. uh, little known fact, Frosted Cheerios are not made. Uh, they're created <laughs> and inducted into Frosted Cheerio dump. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't, then you're just a sugar, a sugar circle oat, like. You're only a real Frosted Cheerio from if you're from the Frosted Cheerio region of Cerealtopia. Uh, and so he he and his wife, they they go out. He gets a nice haircut. Uh, his wife goes and, you know, gets uh, her hair done and her nails done. They go and stop by and they pick out a new gown and tuxedo to wear. Uh, and he comes to the, the ceremony. They pull up and it's at this beautiful uh, location. There's like this beautiful green park area. Uh, you know, it looks like the, you know, an art museum. It's just stunning. And he goes inside and he's seen all these great new frosted Cheerios and some that he already knows. He's like, oh, look at that guy. It's, what's his face? And he's looking around and it's just very busy. There's a lot of new inductees. Uh, and so, you know, they, they go to the coat check and they have to wait quite a while in line because there's just so many people trying to check their coats uh, and they finally get in there and then they go over they're like head to the main ballroom to find their table and um, they've got a place set up so they can tell you what table they're just waiting forever there too just this huge line of these cheerios uh and finally they get up there and they say oh you're you're you know you're one of our highest profile members where we put you up front uh, table number two it's like awesome excellent so you know makes his way up table number two uh and uh it's getting ready to the start of the ceremony. He's like, Hey, I'm going to use the restroom because you know how these things go. I want to, I don't want them to call me and I'm, I'm in the shitter. Uh, so he goes to the bathroom and strangely, uh, the, the boy Cheerio bathroom is also very busy. He's waits in this line for friggin' ever. Uh, and, uh, he finally, he gets through and luckily the ceremony hasn't started yet. He's head back to his seat and he sees these Cheerios and they've got this like signature drink. It's like a uh, like a fruit punch cocktail, like with the the, the pineapple and a little thing. And he's like, "Oh, that looks delicious!" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, oh my gosh, you should get one." He's like, "Where can I get one?" And they're like, "Oh, the the bar's over around the corner." Uh, but they just as he says that, they start flashing the lights, and he's like, "Oh shit, I don't think I have time because the the thing's starting." Uh, you know, I'll have to wait till later. And they go, "No, no, it's okay. There's no punchline."
Oh, I get it. 